Forbidden and banned, the bane of bureaucrats, exposing mainstream media's weapons of mass distraction. Flying under the radar and dropping truth bombs on tyranny. It's Liberty Now. Yoda, hello and welcome to Liberty Now, the show for discerning minds and common sense. We seek the truth and can think for ourselves. Hello and welcome to another episode of Liberty Now. This is John Verd, trainer, piper, Navy diver, and Liberty lover. I'm spending New Year's on the southern island of New Zealand, a place called Seacliff. I'm actually walking right now through the Truby King Reserve. It's the former site of a lunatic asylum. It was established in the 1800s and then later uh, renovated into uh, a hospital like a holistic wellness center by Truby King, who made some amazing innovations and uh, holistic health care for uh, people that needed that help at the time. And he's also the founder of Plunkett, which is a name that a lot of New Zealanders will be familiar with. Anyway, just wanted to share a little story with you about uh, New Year's morning. I was awoken by the sound of birds. There are just a huge variety of birds in New Zealand. And out here, we can just hear all kinds of them so well. There's just away from the traffic and everything else. And about 5.30, I started hearing what I thought was an ice cream truck in the distance. I could only hear about every fifth or sixth note, but it sounded exactly like the kind of music that comes from an ice cream truck, or Mr. Whippy, as they would say here, is the... Uh, the brand. But uh, as the minutes wore on and the sun started coming up, it started getting a little bit louder. And I realized there was never going to be an ice cream truck showing up, but I could hear like the background of these. It, it sounded just exactly like bells. And I think it might have actually been bellbirds. And I just wanted to take a minute to share with you. I'm going to just play about a minute of that and just listen really closely and see if you can hear it in the background. So what you were just hearing was the music of competition in a free market, hearing dozens of species of birds competing for airtime with different songs and harmonizing to create more bandwidth in an otherwise crowded space competing for airtime. And competition is natural selection. And it's a necessary driver and a motivation for improvement of systems and other conditions. 
But competition doesn't have to preclude cooperation. It can also create a beautiful symphony of sound. John D. Rockefeller was once quoted as saying that competition is a sin. But I would argue that without competition, we end up with monopolies and ultimately dictatorship and tyranny. Of course, he would say that because he understood the more they dug for oil, the lower the prices would go. And at the time in 1883, when he said this, he and Rothschild were both competing as the world's largest oil and banking barons. But the two competitors finally realized that the more oil wells they drilled, the more oil was produced and the more the price of oil per barrel fell and the lower their profits which would be, which is why they ended up colluding to fix prices so that they could maintain high oil prices. But why should we support their profitability to our detriment? You know, there are those who would argue that competition is unhealthy for society because it means that one person must lose while the other wins in any given situation. But I think this is a very immature and short-sighted understanding that doesn't take into account the fact that both can mutually benefit when you consider that there is a learning process in competition as well, and you become motivated to improve. For example, when I was younger and learning to play the bagpipes, we would enter competitions typically every year to see who could play the best at a certain tune. And if it were not for those competitions, I wouldn't have had any motivation to improve. But over the years, because I did practice and wanted to improve and do better in competitions, I did get much better and have improved continually until I eventually did win a competition. And it's the same thing in the workplace. Employers need prospective employees to compete for a position so that they can get the best workers, which in turn is good for the consumer. It's totally ridiculous to say that competition is not beneficial. Only a communist or a socialist or someone who doesn't feel that they're able to compete would say something like that. I just feel it's very weak and lazy thinking. And it's understandable that people strive for fairness and equality, but they need to understand that equality of opportunity is not the same thing as equality of outcome. There's a big difference. And while we should strive to give everyone equal opportunities to compete, that doesn't mean that there should be no competition. Without some competition in various aspects of our lives, we're denied the opportunity to learn and grow and build resilience. It also creates a marketplace of ideas where you can observe and learn from your competitors' mistakes. And in any competition, you can't really lose if you've learned something from it. I'd like to read from an article called Economic Systems, Capitalism, Communism, and Socialism from thismatter.com. Quote, History has amply demonstrated that communism and socialism retard the growth of economies because there is no competition between businesses and the people who manage such businesses are often political appointees, chosen more for their social and political connections than for their understanding of the businesses that they manage. Furthermore, large industries are often under the control of many bureaucrats who often issue conflicting demands. They care little about whether society wants their product or service, 
and do not care as much about costs since these costs are paid for by the government. To illustrate how inefficient communism is compared to com capitalism, consider the difference between the 2016 gross domestic products of Germany and Russia. 2016 GDP in Germany was three trillion four hundred and seventy-seven billion seven hundred and ninety-six million, compared to Russia with one trillion two hundred and eighty-three billion one hundred and sixty-three million. Russia is by far the largest country in the world, with a land mass slightly exceeding six million six hundred thousand square miles and natural resources proportional to its land mass. It also has a population of 144,370,000. By contrast, Germany's land area is 137,879 square miles, with a population of 83,249,000. And despite Russia having a land mass almost 48 times that of Germany, with proportionally larger, greater natural resources and much larger population, Germany's GDP in 2016 was 2.7 times that of Russia, end quote. President Coolidge stated that the business of America is business. One reason is that business is the driver of capitalism and progress, and competition is the driver of capitalism. Competition is not only good in and of itself, it is the means by which other basic Western values, such as individual freedom, equality of opportunity, and hard work are protected. Competition protects the freedom of the individual by ensuring that there is no monopoly of power. In contrast to one all-powerful government, many businesses compete against each other for profits. Theoretically, if one business tries to take unfair advantage of its customers, it will lose to competing businesses, which treat their customers more fairly. When many businesses compete for the customer's dollar, they cannot afford to treat them like inferiors or slaves. A contrast is often made between business, which is competitive, and government, which is a monopoly. Because business is competitive, many Westerners believe that it is more supportive of freedom than government, even though government leaders are elected by the people and business leaders are not. So you can make a strong case then that competition is as important or even more important than democracy in preserving freedom. Well, that's my rant for today. I hope you had a great Christmas and New Year's. And until next time, be good, do the right thing, and keep asking questions.